This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. I would be Matt or Matlana. I didn't give myself the nickname. I earned the nickname. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. All right, my next guest, I mean, there's no other way to say it. The man is a Hall of Famer because he's going into the Braves Hall of Fame this weekend. He's friend of show, former coworker, and longtime highly successful pitching coach of the Atlanta Braves, your friend and mine, Leo Mazzoni joins us on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Leo, how does Braves Hall of Famer sound? Oh, my golly. It's, uh, you know, I still can't believe you know believe it. You know, when you look at the, the, the names that are in the Braves Hall of Fame and the, and, the, and the short list of names, actually, if you look over the history of it, it's just a tremendous honor. And I, you know, I always say it puts the icing on the cake for my career. But, um, you know, and you have so many people to uh, thank that you'll never, you know. Hit, but one, of, one thing I've known about this one, though, is, with this type of Hall of Fame honor, you start even going way, but you know, you, instead of just thinking about the Braves, you start going back to your little league days, you know, and playing catch with your dad at the ballpark and all these sorts of things, and then have this long journey to this, but to put this icing on the cake is, it's unreal. I mean, you think back and go, wow, you know, look at all we all we did and how it, how we got there, and uh, and then you start thinking of the Braves and all the great pitchers and the great players and the. Man, you know, the greatest manager in the history of baseball and uh, Hall of Famers everywhere. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. Well, I, I want to talk to you about Bobby and some of the relationships in a moment, but put yourself on the podium after they introduce you. How emotional do you think you're going to get? Well, I don't know. I mean, you know, I, I'm going to play it by ear. I didn't put – I'm not writing any notes or none of that sort of thing. But you can bet you, bet your booty I'm going to be bringing up Bobby Cox. And uh, I've already talked to Pam and Bobby about uh, coming to uh, – visiting the, the, them this week after the thing's over. And also, I've been going down to see him every week or two. And I just make that a a, 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 a weekly – weekly thing because that's the least I can do is go down and spend time with him and we'll get I'll get him laughing and we'll have a good time and and um you know we'll, uh, Pam makes me peach pie and and uh, Bobby and I'll have a little sip of a, an adult beverage just a little sip and uh <laughs> and we have such a great time so yeah I, I mean come on he's the main reason I'm standing there to be honest with you well, let's talk about him. Leo Mazzoni's with us. He's going to the Braves Hall of Fame. He's on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. Can you put into words as best you can what Bobby Cox meant to you professionally and personally? Well, I, I think he had the most influence any man in my lifetime except my father. Um, I think that, uh, uh, you know, he's the one. He was my sponsor. He gave me the opportunity after all those years in the minor leagues to become his pitching coach. And we worked very closely together from 1986 to 91 when he was the general manager and we just grew our friendship grew and our, and I think he trusted that, uh, you know, the, the track record then Matt was, you, you, you didn't get a pitching coach job unless your pitchers in the minor leagues weren't getting sore arms. You know, and if, if, if you were a pitching coach in the minor leagues and your staff were getting sore arms, you weren't going to get be a big league pitching coach, but if they stayed healthy, then they wanted to find out how, and then 
and go from there. So, you know, of course, Bobby did the research and everything else. So uh, uh, it all started. And, you know, it was just a he had a way of making you feel comfortable, you know. And he said to me, he said, when I got there, he said, I don't care what you do, Leo. He said, just there's your pictures. Take care of them and get it done. He said, "Uh, just keep doing what you've been doing. So that was pretty much the speech. And, uh, you know, so he gave me the leeway to do it. And um, and then we just we had fun in the dugout, you know, one time. You know, I, I, this isn't in my speech map, but you'll like this for the show. You realize I had a beer in the dugout one time? Shocking. And I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Let me tell you what happened. We're in Chicago. It's a day game in Wrigley Field. I mean, it's smoking hot, and we got a barn burner going four to four in the eighth. And Bobby's going, I, I need some coffee. I said, you don't, you don't need to get any coffee, man. I said, you have a heart attack. You, you don't need any coffee. He said, I don't care. I'm getting one anyway. I said, oh, well, uh, he goes, well, what would you like then? You know, the way this game's going, I said, well, the way this game's going, jokingly, I said, the way this game's going, I could use a beer. He calls up to the clubhouse and says, send me down a coffee and send Leo down a beer. And the guy goes, what? He goes, you heard me. Send me down a coffee and send Leo down a beer. To so put it in a coffee cup, you know, coffee, <laughs> plastic cup. So now I'm sitting there, Matt, and I've got this beer in my hand, but it's in a coffee cup and there's a lid on it. And now I'm looking around for TBS and WGN, and I'm looking for the cameras. And I'm going, Bobby's, he's chuckling to my left. He goes, well, drink it. I said, well, I can't chug it. It's supposed to be coffee. You know, I'll just sip on it. Well, anyway, we we end up winning the game. So the next day, you know, we're in the same thing again. And Bobby's very superstitious. He goes back at the same time, eighth inning. Send me down a coffee, send Leo down a beer. I thought, man, if we get on a winning streak, this is going to be a blast, you know. (laughs) What a summer. Yeah, I said, I said, and what happened was Merker gave up a walk-off home run in the ninth, and Bobby tore up the lineup card and threw it at me. He said, that's the last damn beer you ever have in his dugout. I love it. I lo- well, tell me more about those, Leo. Like, when we would see shots of you, I mean, the rocking stuff became the thing, but, like, you and Bobby uh-huh. were sitting together. Were you talking about the game? Is he muttering under his breath? Like, what are those conversations like routinely through the years? Oh, well, you know, he would say, Leo, how you feel? I said, man, I said, uh, you know, I uh, I got chest pains. And he goes, yeah, I feel like my head's going to blow off. He said, we're ready to do some good coaching now. You know, stuff like that, you know, or, or you know, but then then again, it was, what do you think of this, that? And we go back and forth and and, uh, and exchange ideas. And uh, But here, here's the genius of him. One time he chewed me out, and I went, this was in 1991 now. We finally catch the Dodgers in L.A., and uh, Smoltz has got a 5 nothing lead in the fifth. Now we're playing for first place. All right, he's fall, he kind of getting shaky, you know. Now it's five to one. Now it's five to two. Now it's five to three with runners on second and third, and and it, it looks like you know. And he looks at me and he goes, um, "One, you think we should take him out?" I said, "No, I'll give I'd give him one more hitter." He goes, "I don't give a damn. I'm going to take him out anyway." I said, "Well, you asked me. I'll tell you. I, you don't want me to take him out, do you?" I said, "Well, you asked me. I told you. Well, I'm taking him out anyway." So he gets up and walks out to the mound, <laughs> and I take my hat off and scratch my head, going, "Well, what in the world's that all about?" So Smoltzik comes in, sits down next to him, and goes, what's going on? I said, I'll tell you what's going on. You're fixing to blow it. That's what's going on. So just be quiet, you know. And I said, you'll learn that, you know, that you weren't in any real trouble. So just learn from it. So anyway, so Bobby comes in. He don't speak to me the rest of the game. We win the game. He comes in going, out of way, guys, out of way. Leo, come on in my office and shut the door. I thought, well, you know, I'm going to find out who ticked him off. I'm going to say, uh-oh, maybe Smoltz made a face at him when he come to the mound, or he flipped him the ball and didn't place it gently in his hand, or something went on. He shuts the door and he goes, "You ever take your hat off and shake your scratch your head again after I make a decision? Don't you ever do that? Don't you ever do that?" 
I went, I didn't know I was doing it. I went, he goes, then he goes, right away, he goes, you didn't want me to take him out, did you? I said, well, you asked me. We went through that whole scenario again. Are you asked me. I'm always going to give you the truth. I don't give a damn. He goes, and then he goes, I didn't want to take him out either. I said, what? He said, I didn't want to take him out either. He said, I'm going to tell you, Leo, why I took him out. He said, I took him out to send a message to your other, your, your, your young starters in that clubhouse that I don't want to hear the word potential no more. He said, all I want to hear is results. He says, we're in a pennant race now. All I want is results, good pitching, good no more potential. You got that? And I'm sending a message to them that I'm not going to put up with it. And I said, oh, okay, that's fine with me. You know, he, goes, he goes, what do you think of that? I said, I think it's the smartest thing I've ever heard. He goes, good, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so we took the plunge, yes, at the Chernoff house. The big renovations are going on, so – it comes down to making the right choices when you want to do some of these renovation projects. And for us, when it came down to flooring and carpet, we wanted to work with a great local company that we know could get the job done. That's why we turned to Peachwood Floor Coverings. I got a chance to meet Ryan Cornell and the great folks from Peachwood. When I say meet them, we got in touch with Ryan. 48 hours later, they came out to our home to start setting up measurements and looking at potential options for flooring and carpeting choices. It was beautiful. I love the process. It was just that easy. And right now, the process can be that easy for you. If you go to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, you can schedule a consultation. They'll come out to your home. And all this month, if you mention Matt, that's the promo code Matt, they're going to save you 10% on that flooring or carpet installation that you've always wanted. You want it easy, you want the process done quickly, and you want it to look beautiful. We're getting all that done with Peachwood Floor Coverings. Again, go online to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, or you can call them at 678 938-635-6901. Peachwood Floor Coverings, big company quality, small company services. Home field advantage exists in baseball. Insurance, too. Your local trusted choice independent insurance agents are active members of your community. They'll always have your back. Find a local auto, home, or business insurance agent at trustedchoice.com. Folks, you just heard from Smoltzy, and you heard it from me as well. Clayton Rhodes and the Rhodes Group are my trusted choice for insurance agents. They've been my agent for a long time, and they serve all of Metro Atlanta. To get up to 10 auto insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes, visit roads-group.com slash churnoff today. That's roads-group.com slash churnoff. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. The DailyDraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like Trivia Night, Kids Eat Free Night, and more. TheDailyDraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love the Daily Draft. So help me go back for a minute. You had an incredible coaching career. Longtime Braves. Hopped over to the Orioles. Looking back, are there any regrets throughout the career of whether it's not managing or not moving or not doing different things? Do you have any of those regrets? No, I don't think so, man. I think that, uh, 
you know, the, the thing is, uh, when, when you spend 15 years with Bobby and then you spend all those years in the Braves organization and how they, ran, how they run their business and how they run the farm system, I was very fortunate. I had Hank Aaron as a boss in the minor leagues, and he said, there's your pitchers, Leo, take care of them. That's what I hired you for. Well, the, I, I got the same message in uh, Atlanta. There's your pitchers, Leo, take care of them. That's what you're here for. And that was it, you know. And, uh, uh, and, and to be there at that time and then to build a young staff. And here's another genius of Bobby Cox, Matt. At the end of 1990, now, we got there June 22nd, 1990, so I gave the staff a goal. We were last in the league in ERA, and I said, let's get it under four from this, de- this date forward. And we almost did. And the pitchers were pitching good September, but nobody was really noticing it because, you know, we were in last place. Well, anyway, the last game of the season, Bobby says, bring your starting rotation out to the dugout at 2 o'clock. The, the rotation only. So at that time, that was Glavin and Smoltzy and Avery, Pete Smith and Charlie Liebrand. So anyway, he calls them in the office and he says, okay, we're going to all be leaving everywhere at the end of the, end of the end of this year. He said, but I want you guys to prepare yourselves mentally for spring training by understanding that you are the five starters for the 91 season. You are the five starters. You are going to start every fifth day till it takes us however long we, however far we go. So when you go to spring training, I don't care what, how many runs you give up or what's going on. You five are starting. And they took us to the seventh game of the world series. And I went, wow. You know, he told them, you know, this is what it's going to be. And I'll be darned. They took it and ran with it, you know? So, but I think, you have to be with Bobby Cox for an extended period of time to understand that he was a pitcher's manager too. I mean, a player's manager, a pitcher's manager, very firm, very fair. Uh, and But he made pitchers first-class citizens. I was always around managers and coaches. Ah, let's get the pitchers back on field too so we can get some real work done. Da, 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 da. Well, I always knew those guys weren't going to win. You know, If you're going to do that, treat pitchers like that, you're not going to win. Bobby made him first-class citizens in spring training, and they were allowed to. And if you got your work done, you could leave. You know, I mean, you could leave. You know, guys were going to, you know, every once in a while they go play golf at noon, you know, if we didn't have a game, and you know, because he rewarded them for doing doing it the right way. And so, therefore, they got they, – they loved that. And so, between by Bobby and myself, you know, and, and the pitchers, I used to tell the pitchers, hey – we got two pitching coaches on this team. And they said, well, who is it, The you and the bullpen coach? I said, no, it's me and the manager. The manager's a pitching coach, too, because he's going to determine whether you're in or out. So all this all this evolved, and it, it became an everyday thing, and it became an everyday thing where Bobby would say, here, Leo, you sit next to me now. And he also, in talking to him, uh, I was down at his house last Wednesday, he said, make sure, tell the, tell the Braves, put your plaque next to mine, Leo. <laughs> and uh, – uh, that just resonates to, you know, on how, how great a relationship we had, and we still do to this day. And uh, I just, uh, I you know, it just the least I can do is go visit him all the time. So, and I'll continue to do that. So, but it was a relationship of, you know, father son really. I mean, you you have to have a sponsor to get to the big leagues. And sure, you've you've done a lot of things on your own, but you still need that sponsor to have. Bobby Cox is your sponsor, and Hank Aaron in your corner. I mean, it, it don't get much better than that, Matt. So, no, yeah. I have no regrets. Leo Mazzoni, the Braves Hall of Famer, is with us. Um, I always wondered, Leo, A, did you get calls to interview for managerial jobs, and how do you think you would have been at that job? Well, Mark Lemke always told me I should have done it, you know, and uh, 
but I was such in a, I was such such in a great place as a pitching coach that, you know, I I didn't want to. I didn't. I did. I figured, well, I'm with Bobby Cox here. I ain't going to manage. And the thing was, I managed in the minor leagues, and I had uh, in the minor leagues, I had had success. I had uh, won a few pennants. I managed our Double A team in Greenville. Uh, enjoyed it very much. And Lemke always told me that. He says, Leo, you should manage. You should do this, do that. And I thought, well, you know, you know, let's see how this works out. And uh, because when the Braves signed me as a minor league pitching coach in 1979, Detroit offered me a job to manage their Class A team in Lakeland, Florida. And I had to decide between the two. Well, the Braves were going to pay me a little more to be a pitching coach than the Tigers were to be a manager in, in, in Class A. So I became their pitching coach. But didn't acquire any type of juice, as they say, until Bobby became the general manager in 1986. And then he said he was turning an offensive-oriented organization into a pitching one and who was going to take care of this. So naturally, being the shy guy that I am, Matt, I told him how I was going to do it. <laughs> and and I had a big break, though, during those meetings when I got support from the farm system that Leo's pitchers don't get so arms. And, of course, I had the opportunity before 1986 to meet the great Johnny Sane, who I think should be in Cooperstown. And, you know, and I picked his brain and a lot of the programs that you, and philosophies that I used in the big leagues in Atlanta, a lot of that came from Johnny's base, basing his off of a four man rotation and me converting it into a five. So, you know, I just went and did it and, and uh, didn't ask anybody to do it. Nobody told me how to do it. And, Worked out pretty good. Yeah, I would say that. So let's finish up with just some quick, like one word, two word answers. I want to go through some of your pitchers, and you just tell me mm-hmm. who fits the bill for these. You could say over and over the same names or switch them up if you wanted to. If I said of the big three, who was the most stubborn? Most stubborn. Wow. Glavin. In who a good was, way, great way. Who was the funniest of the three? <laughs> depends on what kind of sense of humor you want to use you know there, there's di- there's different levels of humor uh glavin would not be in that group it would be maddox and smoltz with smoltz being a little more of a playful sense of humor and maddox having a sense of humor that we can't describe on the air so we took the plunge yes at the Chernoff house the big renovations are going on so it comes down to making the right choices when you want to do some of these renovation projects and for us when it came down to flooring and carpet, we wanted to work with a great local company that we know could get the job done. That's why we turned to Peachwood Floor Coverings. I got a chance to meet Ryan Cornell and the great folks from Peachwood. When I say meet them, we got in touch with Ryan. 48 hours later, they came out to our home to start setting up measurements, and looking at potential options for flooring and carpeting choices. It was beautiful. I love the process. It was just that easy. And right now, the process can be that easy for you. If you go to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, you can schedule a consultation. They'll come out to your home. And all this month, if you mention Matt, that's the promo code Matt, they're going to save you 10% on that flooring or carpet installation that you've always wanted. You want it easy, you want the process done quickly, and you want it to look beautiful. We're getting all that done with Peachwood Floor Coverings. Again, go online to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, or you can call them at 678 935-6901. Peachwood Floor Coverings, big company quality, small company services. Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it. But that somebody doesn't have to be you. At the Rose Group, we can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes. Visit us online today at Rose.com. 
Group.com. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. The DailyDraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like Trivia Night, Kids Eat Free Night, and more. TheDailyDraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love The Daily Draft. Who who had the worst temper? Oh. I would say Mad Dog. You mean as far as the big three? or With those three, yeah. Who was the one who just... My Maddox, Maddox would, uh, you know, he he would, he'd get pretty hot uh, in the tunnel every once in a while. Glavin, he was just a stoic figure, and Smoltzy was a little more of an emotional guy, but not angry, just, you know, anxious. Who had the best stuff? Smoltz. Wow, that's a that's an upset. I would have thought you would have told me Maddox. No, best, I mean, pure stuff. Smoltz had more swing and miss stuff. How about but that? But here's, here's the thing. Smoltzy had the best pure stuff. Maddox had the great control with movement, and Glavin had the tremendous change of speeds and stubborn about not giving into the strike zone. So they all had these attributes. But I mean, because if you looked at the postseason, you know, Smoltzy would r- rise to the occasion pretty much as far as uh, uh, pitching in the postseason. Now, I think Glavin had, of course, over the years had. They, all three of them pitched great in the postseason. Smolsey kind of elevated his game a little bit in the postseason. He did. He he became one of the great postseason pitchers of all time. And and he told a story. We'll finish up with this, Leo, because I'm I'm curious of your perspective of those guys. Like Smoltz talked about taking naps before big games, which just is crazy to me considering how calm he could be. But coaching the different guys you got a chance to coach, three Hall of Famers, other great pitchers along the way. I mean, there's some blessings involved in getting to do this at the major league level, but like that's another level, right? Being around that group that, frankly, nobody will ever have on the same staff again. Well, I don't either. I mean, it it, it takes it to another level. But you know, you what you did was your approach with them was just the same as it was with Steve Avery or Kevin Millwood or Denny Nagel or uh, you know uh, uh, John Burkett or Jarrett Wright or all you know over and over and over again, and all the relievers because it was an everyday thing. So. <clears throat> You know, you always were coaching every day because when you when you think of those three guys, they never stop wanting to get better. Let's see, how can we gain an advantage? Because, you know, you're always going to – the league's going to make adjustments to you and you're going to make adjustments to them. You know, like, for example, Maddox going to more straight changes to right-handed hitters later in his career. You know, of course, we got Smolsey, the split all of a sudden turned his – boom. And when he got the split, left-handers had no chance against him. Glavin, you know, strike one, then expand the zone um, – you know, so, but they were always looking for a little edge, you know, a little edge to get better. And it was a, and they would, and there's only one way to do that. And that was to go down to bullpen and throw. And they, all three of them had one thing in common, all of our pitchers, they all love to go down to the bullpen and throw. And that's how we got to figure out 
And I think Glavin said it best when he said, we throw so much down the bullpen with Leo that you teach yourself to be your own pitching coach during the game. He said that you don't wait till you're in trouble, then have the pitching coach come out. You get yourself out of trouble from what you constantly talk about and work on down in the bullpen. So, you know, I think that was the basis of all of it. Because when they all got to spring training, like Matty goes, what do we do here? I said, we throw a lot and we run a little. He goes, well, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. Uh, we will end with the most important question of the big three. Who was the best uh, hitter of the bunch? The best hitter? Wow. I guess I, I guess Smoltz, you know, Glavin put it in play more. Smoltz, he might go deep. And, and Maddox was a great bunner. Uh, but they all were. Uh, uh, but, you know, I mean, it's it's hard to tell. I mean, they all put the ball in play. They didn't strike out a lot. And they, they were all great bunners. So yeah. I think that's a three-way tie, to be honest with you. Leo, I can't say this enough. I couldn't. I'm, I'm so happy for you. I couldn't be happier. This is a well-deserved honor. Braves Hall of Famer. Leo Mazzoni has a great ring to it. Have a great weekend. Enjoy every bit of it. And we'll uh, catch up down the road. Absolutely, Matt. In talking to you this last this little bit, I'm starting to rock again. <laughs> I love it. We did our job. Then, if you're rocking, then it's off to a great start for the weekend. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Leo. Have a great one. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, everybody, so much for taking the time to listen to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. Thanks to our producer Matt Lear for his assistance with the program. He's the glue that keeps the operation running. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Atlanta. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming uh-huh. And parties don't stop yeah. till 8 uh-huh. in the morning Now the party don't start till I walk in Can I get it on me? The feeling came in The beat came in from the This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Is there chaos in your closet? Look, Blouse, you've got some nerve hanging there like that. I can't help it. I'm jammed in here next to this suit. Hey, I'm a three-piece, all right, which means I need a little more room. You've got a lot of attitude for a linen suit. I'm a polyester blend, sweetheart, and there needs to be room for men's clothes, too. Hi, I'm Christina, and in Artisan Custom Closets, we help families organize and simplify their closets with customized storage solutions. See what's possible for your home at artisancustomcloset.com and then call us for a free in-home consultation. 